The leader of the bunch wears the headphones. Where am I supposed to look? Right we're there. Yeah, uh, you can look at us. Oh, what up? Yeah, we're just hanging just out, dude. Look into the camera the whole time. <laughs> like just like staring. Forward. Like it's a hostage you situation. You cannot blink. If you blink one time. Also, I like how your feet don't touch the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I can make them touch. <laughs> you can always see mine underneath uh, the table in the camera shot. I don't know if we got it. Can you? Time. Does it ever make it to like the actual like screen, like your feet? What? Yeah, it'll be like you'll see the table and then you'll just see my toes like. Yeah, that's because like, Jesse's mm. over here got fucking elephant feet. I don't understand <laughs> how that shit's even. Speaking l- of feet, Quentin Tarantino was on the Joe Rogan podcast recently. Was where feet brought up once? I'm not sure. I didn't listen to it. I don't listen to that turf. Quentin or Joe? Both. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Young He's Jamie. The, yeah. I listened to most of the podcast and uh, there was no foot talk. Uh, supposedly he has a bed shaped like a foot. He didn't talk about that? No. Joe didn't ask him? No, nah, just about like the cars Dude, and the movies and stuff. coward. Joe Rogan won't ask the tough questions. They talked anyways. about the Bruce Lee scene. They talked about Harvey Weinstein. No feet. You could have met Quentin Tarantino on Monday. Almost, yeah. <laughs> but butterfly effect, if he was there, maybe Tony would have reached his hand in a different way. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe. maybe you would have got up there. Uh. Yeah. There's a... What was fucking Quinn Tarantino? I think <laughs> I think what Joe Rogan should ask Tarantino is why he feels necessary to say nigga in every one of his movies. I, I got to listen to the last hour of the, the, the podcast. Maybe like the N-word talk, foot talk all came up. I have that, no idea. That, those are the questions I want to know from Quinn Tarantino. Like, Quinn, why is it because you put Samuel L. Jackson in a movie, you think you can call everybody a nigga in all your <laughs> movies now? Like, when did that come about? Samuel L. told me could, dude. What if, he, what if Sam has a pass on him at all times and he gave one to Quentin 30 yeah. years ago? Man, I don't believe that for one second. I yeah. feel like Samuel L. Jackson probably was like, Quentin, if you say nigga one more time, I'll whoop your ass. And then he's like, I'll only use it for this one scene. And like every time he just puts a random black guy in all his movies so he could get away with saying it. You know, like he just, he makes movies and he only <laughs> makes his own roles so where he can say that. That's all he, he's always like at a guest appearance so and he's like, niggas, and then he leaves. He's never in he, another scene again. He, maybe you he doesn't he, have a, a hood pass, but he has creative license. You think he creates this entire, all these universes, these interesting characters just for the sole fact <laughs> that down to the thing, he's like, I want to say it. And I, the only way to say it is if I just put all this art and production and writing yes. and bullshit on top Millions of Millions of dollars. Justify. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just want to clarify that. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he writes a movie. Yeah. And then he just puts like an abstract character in the movie. He just sprinkles it in to where it's like, this movie's cool. You know what would make it better is if I just popped in there and said nigga a couple times. And then he just draws a character that has like a short lifespan in the movie, makes a guest appearance, drops a couple. Yeah, he just drops a couple end bombs and he's gone. On his defense, he does a lot of period pieces. And unfortunately, if you do any period piece longer than like 13 years ago (laughs) half the characters in the movie are going to be saying 13 years uh, ago we're in Texas that's like two weeks ago yeah yeah that's true our guest today is Holly Johnson welcome to the podcast Holly that's great to be here I'm glad welcome to Austin yeah thanks been here what three weeks now yeah three weeks hell yeah today uh, when this episode comes out your Kill Tony episode will also come out oh yeah I'm excited for that to come out Mm mm-hmm well, you exploit everybody from Kill Tony. You're you're like a, those fish at the bottom of a fish tank that eat the yeah. dirt. Tony yeah. Hinchcliffe's the beautiful I'm a bottom fish. feeder, dude. <laughs> and, and Jesse just sticking to the side of the tank, just eating up all the algae. Yeah, I have wh- a fish tank with just one of those in it and no other fish. <laughs> what <laughs> so are they called? I think they're called sucker fish. 
Oh, That's what I yeah. Yes. And they're actually bad for tanks because when they die, they release toxins and kill all the other fish. <laughs> all the just, toxins that like, they If I die, we're all going to die. They're just full of bullshit. Taking everyone down with them. Sorry. I hope you don't die in this apartment and release all yeah. of your toxins. Dude, I'm, to- I'm fucking gluten-free and GMO-free now. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I've been eating avocados and a banana. I saw that. I was like, is that an avocado that I bought three months ago? No, no, no. There were two avocados that are A1. That's the one sitting over there for me. That thing's a ticking time bomb, dude. Yeah, that's I know. all you're eating is just avocados and bananas. Yeah, that's it. And whiskey. <laughs> French fries. No. Only, Impossible birds. I only eat French fries after midnight. <laughs> that seems a lot healthier. <laughs> well, it's like. Just wait till after midnight and then eat more junk food. That's, wait. <laughs> that's like the worst time to eat it. <laughs> know, right? That's when your body stores all it's of it. It's my version fat. of intermittent fasting. It's like you can only eat French fries if midnight has just passed. <laughs> that's like the exact opposite of intermittent fasting. It's nah. like the worst time to eat. <laughs> well, I'm not intermittent fasting from all foods. I'm just intermittent fasting French fries. <laughs> Making sure there's 24 hours between French fries. Visits. Intermittent between what? The other times <laughs> you're eating? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How long is this fast for? I, I I only eat French fries once every twenty four hours now. <laughs> Just directly after midnight, and but then go straight no to sleep. But there's no portion control, so I can eat French fries for like a three hour span. Yeah. straight. So no portion control. Yeah, but only in that window. <laughs> How are the results on this? Carbo loading. I got more energy. Dude, See for yourself. I haven't gained a pound. My body composition is changing. <laughs> yeah, it's just got. I'm softer. growing older. Just dude. losing muscle. Yeah, dude. I have osteoporosis. I'm like an old woman. Just losing tone and muscle definition. <laughs> I'm losing bone density. <laughs> At a rapidly pace. It's yeah. pretty impressive. I feel the bending every time I walk. Yeah. yeah. I would I would say you lost muscle mass, but I don't know how much muscle mass was originally there to begin with. Yeah, I'm still as tough as ever, though. I'm tough <laughs> as nails. So. Uh, you guys were just in the gym. How'd your gym sesh go? It was good. I think it was pretty decent. It was yeah. 30 minutes of some, some arms and some abs. Hell yeah, I'm dude. I'm finally glad they opened up this gym. It's about damn time. How is the gym? It's small. It's decent size, I guess. They have stuff in there. Like they got like free weights and like a couple machines and running stuff and stairmasters. They have a stairmaster just for you, Paul. You two together look like you'd be in one of those tie bow videos. Like you look pretty <laughs> yeah. perfect for the front row. They'd be like, let's get these people up front. Put the old people in the back. Let's get these two front and center. I almost put on gym shorts, and I'm kind of mad that I didn't now. Yeah. Why are Why are you wearing pants inside the crib? I'm ready to go to the show. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's always so hot here. It's always like just, I'm, I'm just trying to wear anything that I just not drench myself in sweat in. Anytime I put on, it's like the most humid place I've ever been. It's it's more humid here than New England, right? Yeah, no, it's, today was really bad. New England will have like a week or two of like pretty intense humidity, but like, yeah, for the most, this place just has like a more consistent. Because New England only has a summer for like a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 37 minutes. It's some, why is it so rainy here? Did anyone think that it's going to be rainy in this Austin? This is an especially rainy season, I guess. It's summer. I didn't know rain, summer was the rainy season anyway. Well, no, the spring was the rainy season and it's still like a holdover. I was talking to my Uber driver about it. Yeah. Uber Java. <laughs> that was his name? No, this is a Vine. I'm, I'm quoting Vines now. That's where my comedy's at. <laughs> Very original. Yeah. Dude. Vine's been dead for like five years, so you can start digging back. People yeah, it's like nostalgic. Like you guys road road work ahead. I sure hope it does. That was a good one. What do you think that kid's up to now? Probably killing it. I like selling out clubs. Probably stand up comedy. Yeah. Sketches. But that's his only joke. He just does that and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> he, has he, to close, he has to open and close on that. Uh, Were you into Vine? Were you a big Viner? 
Uh, I didn't have one. Well, I I think I made like two shitty videos on it, but mm. then I used to, I used to watch them. I guess there was a girl from my high school that became Vine famous. Really? Yeah. What was her gimmick? She just made like hacky videos that went viral. Oh, all right. So she was on Vine. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened to all the Vine kids once Vine died? Like, if you were famous on Vine, what happened when Dude, Vine died? Yeah, there was the great, like, Viner transition over to YouTube. They all they started making, influencers. like... influencers. They yeah. now sell shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so funny that you started out, you and your boys, making reckless videos on YouTube, and now you're just on YouTube selling fucking paint thinner and nail <laughs> polish. Like, like. Instagram equivalent of panhandle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw an article today about nano-influencers that can make like up to 10 G's a month. They have less than 10,000 followers and they're still making money somehow. How do you, what's the difference between a regular influencer and a nano influencer? Influencers have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers. Then there's micro influencers who are like tens of thousands. And now there's nano influencers <laughs> that are like three to 10,000. I still don't even qualify for the, for the no. smallest <laughs> one. <laughs> you do not qualify that for the bronze package. We need to get over a thousand that we could become nanos. There's also non-no uh, influencers, which is for non-bread. There's just they run non-bread <laughs> pages on Instagram. It's pretty popular. I thought you were gonna do like Nanu Nanu from uh, Mork and Mindy. No, uh, I was going for a bread reference. <laughs> it's not supposed to be a joke because he said nano. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But, <laughs> I'm a nano influencer. To, I just have my old iPod and everything. Do you need video. a notebook and a pencil to keep notes, Holly? I'm like comedic genius. Are you, you using know? that one tonight? Is that how you're opening? That's actually my closer right now. Yo, y'all heard of nano influencers <laughs> where it's like 10,000? Well, I'm a, I'm a nano influencer. <laughs> Whenever people have a lot of Instagram followers, I always react when I follow them in front of me and they like, I don't know, they don't know what to do. I'm like, ooh, wow, whoo, good job. And they just like look at me and they're like, who like uh bianca she has like twenty thousand. Oh, oh i'm sure she has a bunch bianca yeah. looks like the girl that would would have bullied me in high school <laughs> she's very intimidating she's bullying I'm, you now you I, like her. Party. Like the I like her but she's intimidating yeah. and she sounds she's gonna like listen to this and now she's gonna know that i find her intimidating if she listens to our podcast god bless her <laughs> <laughs> she looks like the girl that would bully you in high school and she sounds like the dude that would bully you in high school <laughs> All right, now uh, this is going to get back to her. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't it. say anything. She can have that one. That right. was Paul, not me. That is dude, a good she's joke. Great. Take it, please. She sounds she's like great. the dude who bullied you's father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been smoking marble reds that for apolo- years. Apologizes to you about his son's behavior. Fucking sorry about like, my I'm kids. trying to get him in line. I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard. I got to work double shift at the factory. I want Hans to get more followers. He's been a regular on Kill Tony for weeks now. I know. I saw his fault. Like I was surprised that he doesn't have as many as I you, thought he would. You react, but in the opposite way when you look at Hans, you're like, ooh, that <laughs> 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 he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> you ever, you ever, have you ever reacted like, wow, you really suck at this game? <laughs> no, because them. I also suck at. I have like, I'm following like nine thousand people, and I have like a thousand followers. It's all about the ratio, baby. I just unfollowed more people from back in the day today to get my number lower and lower. Just keep unfollowing people. Yeah. They've only aired like one or two episodes where he, he's been the regular now. So it's probably more of like a 
build up over time. Yeah. That, so it's seven hours. Within a couple months, he should be. He, he probably be gets like it. follows every day now, like mm-hmm. randomly. So it just takes a while. Yeah, I'm constantly refreshing to check. Yeah. Because I'm so jealous. Just check Hans' fo- Hans's followers. <laughs> Dylan <laughs> yeah. Sullivan posted some video that I thought was funny on Instagram, and then he posted right after and said, "I've already lost six followers from that video." <laughs> oh, his his grinder, discreet grinder guy yeah, video. That's yeah. a good video. Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> Go follow uh, Dylan Sullivan and watch that grinder guy video. Yeah. We'll promote. Oh, I like Dylan Sullivan. He's hilarious. It's good, dude. I just followed him last night. And he followed me right back at like three in the morning. Ooh. Nice, dude. <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night watching Dylan Sullivan videos to try to get back to sleep. Nice. And then you, and then he DM'd you right away. It was like, "What's up?" Just, yeah. <laughs> you up? He's like, "I'm also watching my videos." Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> like, don't you have a gay boyfriend? You shouldn't be DMing me. Well, now I'm just doing his act. Well, I do everyone's act on this podcast. That's what we do. Maybe you should try writing your own act. You say gay boyfriend, isn't that kind of like like just boyfriend kind of works? <laughs> that's, his, that's his joke. He's like, I got a boyfriend. He's gay. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were just saying that. I was like, as opposed to a straight boyfriend? <laughs> He's a straight boyfriend. Won't touch him, but I have two straight boyfriends. <laughs> Who are they? Paul Cyphers and, and Ben Bo. Oh. I don't know about that. About that. So, um, have you been seeing another podcast? No, I just got a. I just I got a game plan actually. Now that they uh, allow college athletes to get money. Um, oh, I'm, when did they allow that? This is just just Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. So now college athletes are you're seeing them like sign all these like marketing deals with companies and like being featured on stuff. Fuck it. They're gonna be real influencers. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're gonna be making bread. So macro influencers. So I'm gonna get a transition and then go play college basketball for yeah. women. Yeah. And I will be killing the game. I can't, wait. I can't wait for you to get ripped up on the post by like a Brittany Griner looking girl. I, know, right? I go play. Just, just put into a blender, up. dude. They're like, all right, we're going to make you a big man. Just like put you into a blender. Get a transition as if it's like a two hour, like you're getting an oil yeah. change. Like, yeah. You realize it takes like years, right? Don't you just I mean, stand on one, one of woman transition and made it to the Olympics like a couple of months later, right? I believe you just have to identify. Don't you just stand on one of those moving sides walks like at the airport and, oh, kind of, and then it's kind of like they spray you with stuff and you just move through no, I think it's an injection I believe yeah. you have to get like an injection of it's like multiple injections yeah over like six <laughs> month period you just you get pumped up with some injections you gotta do and, HRT dog yeah I mean I feel like the worst part would be if I did all that and then I just got worked <laughs> like I'm just getting crossed up and like dunked on I'm just and every destroyed. dude that you talk shit to on the streets would light you up bro because <laughs> you are the biggest shit talker all those dudes over there I'm just losing I am I'm not a big shit okay I shit talk sometimes but not on the court only if somebody talks shit to me first I don't shit talk on the court we mentioned this on the it's Patreon. very sacred we were trying to leave a party the other night and Ben sees a basketball in the back of someone's car grabs it out and just starts playing with it and some guy's like oh you think you can hoop and then Ben talks shit for like 10 minutes straight no, I was just touching the ball and they're like oh yeah we would scrub you I would destroy you and I was like word the audacity of you to think you could just I can tell by the look on your face that you can't even play ball that's the part about it that pissed me off I can sense a hooper. It's like a sixth sense. I'm like, like some, some people see dead people. I see hoopers. Yeah. And that dude was not a hooper. Dude, if Ben was in the movie Air Bud and he saw Air Bud dribble the basketball, I'd be like, the audacity of this golden retriever to <laughs> think he could hoop on me. And he'd be like, El- the disrespect. And the dis- he'd be kicking him in the head and stuff. I mean, I'd understand if he was a black lab, but this Labrador retriever. Yeah. Do you hoop Holly? You think you could uh, you give Ben the business? I think Holly could probably beat in, Ben. In basketball? Yeah. 
Fuck no. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I played basketball, truthfully. Were you an athlete you in high school? more of a soccer I was a tracklete, so uh, there's your answer. A triathlete or no, a track I was, athlete? I was in track. No, I was in cross country, which is even oh. worse. Ooh, yeah. Tr- cross country Cringe. is the worst. When I was in a high school in track... I did one cross country practice and they wanted us to run like four miles to the rec center. Yeah. And we we're just like, fuck no. We literally walked to my friend's house and then had his, we played video games for like an hour and had his sister drive us to the rec center <laughs> to check in. That's an she, easy day. Yeah. She parked around the corner. Miles. We just checked in like with, we poured some water on us. We just checked in and then we just walked right back around and she drove us back to the school. Jesus fuck, Christ. Fuck cross country. Did you really like it? Uh, all my friends were on the team, so it was like I was just hanging out with my friends. One time I got really lost in the woods, though, during a race. I was in <laughs> middle school, and <laughs> no, we, I think it was during a practice, but I got really lost, and like they couldn't find me for like hours. They like almost called the cops. Did you just keep running? I was just like in the like in this woods. I was like covered in like thorns by the time I like came out like hours later. Were you still running the whole time? Like I can't stop. I gotta keep up the pace. Checking your claws, bleeding. <laughs> what what grade like, were you in? What? Yeah, what grade were you in? Eighth. You probably look like nearly season. identical to how you do now. <laughs> <laughs> just coming out of the woods. No, when I was in eighth grade, I looked like I was in first grade. Oh Jesus. Always was less. Yeah, it was always the nerdiest girls that did cross country. No offense. Yeah, it no, was always just no, a was, bunch yeah. of nerd girls. <laughs> and then like uh, some of the guys were nerdy, but I just feel like every girl on the team was just the biggest nerd in history. No, no every the guys dude were on just socially awkward. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all very. So it was all the bookworm girls were on the cross country team. I remember. They were just doing homework. Is that a dirty running sport because you just keep running straight or like wherever? It doesn't take any skill. Like everybody, like the reason most people get in is because no, there's no cuts. So mm. you could literally be dog shit. And yeah. they're like, all right, we got to like that's let her awesome. go. And then there's like the one mom with like the cowbell that's like ringing for like her daughter coming in like in like 45 minutes for like a 5K <laughs> or something like that. I like wasn't bad at it. I had a, yeah. it was pretty good. Did you run like a five k? I was on the varsity team. Oh, so. the varsity Ooh, team. Was like, the varsity yeah. Why didn't you say so? Team. Queen of the nerds. Yeah, <laughs> I was the alpha of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly wasn't. <laughs> did, any, did the track kids bully you? The track kids were also the same people. Ah, uh, okay. Just, it was that was the spring. Well, because I always felt like there was like a, the cross country kids were just all like skinny tweeshy kids that could run for like seventeen hours. That's exactly what they. And were. And then like the track kids at our school were like the actual like people that were like athletic and played other sports. So they would just be like the cool girls that were like we run the hundred meter dash. That's true. Yeah. And they just like bully the cross country girls. They're like the soccer girls. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's definitely clicks within the track. We, there's levels to <laughs> <community>. this. <laughs> I was the worst at lacrosse. I did lacrosse for a year. Awful. I got treated like absolute shit. No one wanted to be my partner. I got hit in the forehead with a lacrosse ball. <laughs> that hurts. How many times did that happen? Just I want to say ah. once. I also got body checked by this huge girl. Yo, girl sports are so intense. Like oh guys, like like if you ever watch like professional sports, like even women's, like in guys like soccer, you just touch a guy and they go down like it's the fucking like it's like a shitty, like even in guys lacrosse, like you just touch them, they like flop. But in yeah. girl sports, they like hit each other with sticks, like body check each other. Any yeah. field hockey chick would fuck me up. They like pull oh, each God. other's by the hair and stuff like that. Like uh, <laughs> that girl that yeah. used to 
Twirly to the ponytail. That's so funny. Whatever happened to her? She's still- know, softball girls are pretty fucking uh, savage too. They'll talk so much shit to each other. I just walk by a softball game and you'll just like listen for an hour and like you just hear so many girls just be like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Dude, that's just women in general. And then they're that's all true. amped up on sports. That's true. <laughs> Dude, softball pitchers, those girls always have the exact same build like college. They're just wide hip. Yeah. They're really tall and they just fucking I can spot one from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not because their size, just their they have a specific type of body. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a ball underhand really fast, such a weird skill to have. I, I really want to start a, a YouTube channel where just Paul goes around and finds softball pitchers in public. We're just going and to try to, and then the we softball do batting practice. And I try to hit a few off them, dude. It's crazy, like the the form on a softball pitch where you like extend your legs and stuff like. It's really weird. It's hard to hit a softball because it's so close and they throw it so fast. Yeah, like it's it's a lot harder. I don't know. I feel What's like, the distance difference? Um. Like, Solid like fifteen feet or something like that, maybe more. Yeah. Might be. I don't yeah, even they're know. A lot closer. It's yeah. a heavy ass ball too. Yeah. It's bigger, but I think baseballs might be heavier or just as heavy. Mm. Yeah. It's I don't know. I hung out with all the stoner kids and the stoner girls. <laughs> that was my click. Did you do sports? No, oh, I skateboarded. Ah, oh, yeah. And I wasn't good. good at that either. I just smoked <laughs> pot all day. <laughs> it ran from the police was the athletic maneuvers yeah we did corner. run from the police a bunch of times <laughs> we would get lost in the woods but because we, we were trying to find a cool place to smoke weed also i can't imagine jesse running from anybody in fact i can't imagine jesse running in general i think uh, i might have a decent run i don't know <laughs> actually probably not i have like no hip flexibility whatsoever <laughs> i just be like why are his feet moving like that i just couldn't like stop looking at him now, I feel like we should have a, uh, we need to have a podcast field day. Yeah. We'll do a, we'll do a park tree on and we'll do like some like different like events. Some, I wonder if I could be uh, Jesse in the rope tug. What's it tug called? Tug of war? Tug of war. <laughs> the rope tug. <laughs> I'm not moving you. Yeah. So. Side one for sure. You would just have to stand still. Because I'm stronger and more, more of an athlete. You would right. just have to fall backwards. <laughs> I used yeah. to have to do that when I was in a sorority. We had this week long called Greek Week where it was oh, like Greek Olympic week. Games and yeah. you had to compete with the other sororities. We were the bottom of the totem pole. I want to start off there. Were you in the nerd sorority too? <laughs> oh my God. I never changed. I, I haven't made it that far. What were your parties like? In the now nerd you're hanging sorority. out with cool comedy guys though. Oh, the girls, they all just drank a ton. They were all like, you know, yeah, they just got blackout every night because yeah, we the weren't. nerds when they go to college they just start getting blackout then doing their homework afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Do you still get good grades after getting blackout drunk? I got okay grades. I did average. Yeah, what, what that's good average for, for nerds. Like a three point five. I'm not that nerdy. Am I not nerdy? <laughs> Am I just gonna realize things about myself I didn't want to? You're not nerdy <laughs> now. <laughs> just go home and be like, ah. Man, I'm a fucking dweeb. You're not nerdy now. You came out of your shell. It uh, sounds like you were. I mean, cross country is one of the nerdy. Yeah, you just there. move cross country. That's pretty cool. What? So you just move cross country. That's pretty cool. Oh, I did. Yeah. Did you get lost? Twenty nine hours on the way here. I almost. Um, Stevie was really mad at my driving. Shout out to Stevie Collins. Shout out Stevie Collins. He literally like. Like the uh, we were driving it. I think we were driving through Tennessee, and I was like talking, and I cannot dr- talk and drive at the same time. <laughs> so I'm just like talking. About Do you keep something. the GPS voice off? 
No, I keep it on. All right, I always keep it on too. And uh, we were just talking about something, and like all of a sudden we were like driving like straight down the highway, and all of a sudden there was like it stopped short for like traffic. Oh yeah. And I came so close to rear-ending this car, like literally swerved like with like a second to spare, and I was just like. Like I, and like the whole rest of the ride, we didn't talk about yeah. it. And then Stevie got really drunk the first night in my apartment. And then he was just like, "Oh my god, I was so scared for my life. I was texting <laughs> my girlfriend the whole time, telling her how like awful it was." I was just like, oh. "I couldn't imagine driving across the country with Stevie Collins. Like that's a feat within itself." He doesn't like to stop. So, like, he didn't want to stop anywhere. He's like, oh, maybe we could stop and get dinner. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then we stopped at Arby's. So that was that his sounds perfect. Dude. Did you eat it in the car while driving? Yeah, we didn't stop. Of we course, didn't, like, stop. Dude. We just went in and got, like, fries or whatever. That's I what lived off do. of, like, fries, starbursts, and, like, yeah, that's pretty much it. On, well, when we drove down here in January, we didn't stop. We would, we would stop to, like, use the bathroom, get gas, and, like, maybe grab a couple snacks or something. Yeah, because you just don't want to stop. Like, you're so tired of driving that the last thing you want is to, yeah. to delay it even more. Paul so. wasn't. He was on 7 Adderall and loves <laughs> driving and loves Adderall. It's just seven two, Adderall. two favorite things combined. That's, that could kill me, I think. That's just a bit. <laughs> I think I just owed <laughs> It's not true. Yeah, Paul would never take 7 Adderalls and make a drive across the country by himself. I never would do that. No, no, no. Sounds like if you did, did do that, though, the, it does Did you, like, like, go insane driving by yourself? I feel like I would have gone insane. Uh, on the way here, no. Like, well, we were, like, in a convoy, like, back-to-back. I just put on, like, comedy. I listened to, like, the whole first season of Deft Comedy Jam. Okay. That was pretty sweet. Um, listen to music. Now, we dro- we only, like, drove during the day, too, because we got hotel rooms at night. How many times did you stop? Uh, well, when we moved here, we got... We stopped three nights, but when oh, so you guys took a while. How many hours a day did you say you drove? Uh, like seven to ten hours a day. Oh, okay. We did fifteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys only stopped two <laughs> we did nights. Two fifteeners. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Or did you only stop one night? Yeah, we only stopped one night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we after we came down in January, we like Paul and I were like we're splitting this up, and then my roommate uh, had a bunch of hotel points, so he just booked us like three nights in a row but when we drove down together we were just in one car and that was like a straight like 30 hour drive and uh by the time i drove it was like the middle of the night maybe like midnight or, or so and my eyes just like started getting like super blurry like i might have like night blindness now or something i don't know yeah it's a lot i didn't realize like how intense it was gonna be the first day it was like all exciting and you're like yeah we're doing this and yeah. then by the second day you're like get me out of this car now i thought it was awesome the whole time <laughs> <laughs> but stevie's like so entertaining so yeah. I, I picked a good person to drive that long with because did he, he drive it all or did you drive the whole time no we switched off like every i would say like every like seven or eight hours or so or every time we got gas we just yeah. switched off that's when my like ass starts falling asleep like i was getting like back pain it has never happened any other time except like the road trip down here. i'm surprised it took that long like uh, you got no junk back there bro i'm surprised <laughs> I you don't, don't sit, cushion i'm surprised you don't sit down for like 12 minutes and so, you're just like oh my cheeks sometimes <laughs> i would just drive like this and lift my ass up off the seat yeah you started doing that uh, and then you were driving terribly and i was like <laughs> stop doing that and you, i, I like, was driving terribly anytime your car would like you would hit the brakes and swerve i would get a text message to my phone <laughs> 
and then I what I hit I saw you were saying I successfully was texting you and driving, which is No, you were swerving around and brake checking me. I yeah, I was making sure you were paying attention, dude. I'm trying were you to guys keep... like right next to each other? Yeah, and then I like we did that for like the first like few hours and then I led the whole rest of the way. Were Paul? you also behind? Oh that? no, I was not. I went on a different route. <laughs> he went all over the fucking place. Yeah, I went to, I drove straight from uh Mast to Arizona. <laughs> so I just did that. I stopped for probably like a combined like eight hours or so. Yeah. I just well, I never really because I just I'll just drive until I get tired and then I'll sleep for like four hours. Sleep in the car. Yeah, I just like take a nap in the car and then I just wake up and drive again and I just kept doing that the whole time. Yeah, that's not a bad play. I mean, when I'm by myself, I don't care because I'm like I don't really eat either. Like I eat like one meal a day, so I'm not one of those people that like needs to stop for food. Like I don't have any like vices that I'm. Mm. I can smoke weed while I drive, so it's perfect. I even learned how to roll like joints while I drive. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> My friend rear-ended somebody rolling a blunt in his car. Yeah, you got to be careful. It's, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, but I could do it, you know, because I didn't want to stop. So that was like that was meant a lot. But yeah, that was a, no more drives though. I'm done driving across the country. I've done that like four or five times. I'm staying here the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm never leaving Tex. If we're gonna stay here, we gotta. We sh- I say we all as a squad. Texting up, we get some cowboy boots, we yeah. get some hats, we get some belt buckles. We Hell texting yeah. up. I'm thinking about going sombrero. Some that's <laughs> that's a hot Texan and, look. And drug rug shawl. What, do you think about what that? is that thing? Poncho. Poncho. Yeah. And mustache. So you're thinking about appropriating Mexican culture and then uh, be Mexican passing. Thinking about taking back Spanish culture by force. <laughs> like the Alamo. Yeah. <laughs> ben, you should go full Django. Full Django, yeah, but like with like the blue and everything. I mean, I'd be—I don't remember what it looks like. I mean, I'd be down to start fucking up some white people though. Really go full. How Django ironic on would them. it be if Ben beat the shit out of Quentin Tarantino while dressed as Ben? With his feet, he was kicking him too. Yeah, with the ruffles on, like the blue with velvet the spurs suit. on my boot. Yeah, <laughs> look at this. Come on. <laughs> I would. I'd have to, I want to have a talk with him about. It. I just want to know. Is, 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 it, is he like known in the hood like are, we, are we coming back to this now? Jesus Christ I don't know Brandon, I'm not <laughs> friends with him dude I think Kill Bill's a sick movie and that's it that's where my relationship really Kill them. Bill Holly what's what your do you mean what's, really uh, Kill Bill it's one of the best movies of all time alright enough about Quentin Tarantino Kill Bill's one of the best <laughs> movies of all time. Oh, my God. It is a great I'm not getting into another art debate Kill with Bill you. reminds me of a really bad Tinder date I went on in college. Yeah? <laughs> this guy literally the whole time just talked about his Crohn's disease. <laughs> I don't know why. That was, like, the only thing, like, he every time. wanted you time. to know if he pooped himself. It wasn't <laughs> his fault. <laughs> I, like, went into his room. He had, like, this stack of, like, bottles and cans, like, in the corner. I was like, ugh. And then, like, all he talked about, I was like, so, like, tell me, what, like, what you're interested in. Was the like, date in his room? Yeah, the date was in his room. Uh. Wait, Holly, did we happened. go on a Tinder date when you were in college? Because this sounds a lot like something I would do. <laughs> and like every conversation we had, he somehow brought it back to his Crohn's. And I was just like, Dude, what else What else do you have besides Crohn's? <laughs> <laughs> IBS is tough out He's here. He's like, this is, this is the best I can do. All right. Well, I, uh, I, I'm going to have to bid you guys adieu. Yeah. And what? get to, uh, I'm second on the show at eight. So Good you luck. have half a podcast without me. I mean, that'll make it better. We're just going to talk shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Kidding. I hope Hell you yeah. do. I, like to point I will out. absolutely not be listening to this. Yeah, don't as, listen back to this I episode. As I don't listen to any episode, as no one should. Unless you're uh, Molly Cronin. We should just make this podcast exclusively private for only Molly Cronin. 
<laughs> we can make a Molly Cronin tier on the Patreon. She's the only listener I care about. Yeah. We should have her on. Yeah, we need to have her on as soon as possible. Molly Cronin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of like how we would figure it out. We'll get her on Zoom, and then we'll like put her on the green screen behind <laughs> us. She'll, I mute my mic. She'll look over us like. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that I'm following Paul on this show. So regardless of what happens, I'm gonna have a great set. Because if Paul, because I'm gonna warm the crowd up really, really nice. All right, now I'm muted, and you can't talk about me anymore. <laughs> Unless Paul bombs, which in that case it'll be even easier. You're but. following Paul, so technically you should be getting ready too. But I like your style, Ben. Wait, are you on the show too? Yeah, we go right after. We're all Paul. on the show. We're all oh. on the show. But I'm number okay. twelve. I just don't panic like Paul does when it comes to not being seventy-five minutes early for a show. Maybe I don't like. I'll to go watch it. I don't like to. Right. J- Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's working so far. So Stop talking off mic. No, I'm talking about comedy, Paul. So you're number three. Yeah, I'm number three. I go right after Paul. So you have to leave two then, right? No, I'm just Paul's just being Paul. I'm gonna show. I don't like showing up to shows early. I hate sitting there waiting around just talking to comics about nonsense. I'd rather do my own thing until I just show up, go on stage. I like to get settled in, get a lay of the land. I like hanging with comics, talking shit. I do, but not before shows. I hate talking to comics before shows. I'm just never on time for anything. Like even if I try to be. I I don't know. I feel like so they think you're being cool, but you're like, no, I'm just. I'm just really don't have like. (laughs) My life's just in shambles. Nah, do you but do you like like talking to people before you go up on stage? I feel like before I go up on stage, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to like be in my own zone and like I just like figure that to out. Comics, so that's how you find out what's going on. That's how you find out like other shows. And no, stuff. after shows, but, but I say before I go up on stage. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have like oh. a pre-stage like pre-show what, like routine. Once the show starts, I usually like get into my notes and stuff. Like that's when I'll start looking over everything. It also depends like when you're going up though, because yeah. if you're going up like early on the show, then. For me, and just I just don't like getting other things in my head before I go up, and then mm. talking to comics and having to think of other stuff. I'm like, that's not where my focus needs to be. If yeah, I'm gonna, like go up on stage. Joey Diaz is like that too. Like he's got his notebook out. He's like, dog, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, that's, I'm just like I don't. And then every time I show people, I always want to talk to and make jokes and stuff, and I feel like it gets me out of my zone before yeah. I go up. So I mean, like, that's just how Paul is, though. Yeah, no, it is. I'm just, that's, that's why I'm not tripping about it. <laughs> I like, rehearse a lot before shows. I'll just, like, put my phone in, like, a corner and just, like, talk into my phone and just, like, listen to it. And I, I go all out with the rehearsing. I don't rehearse my jokes out loud. Really? I never really rehearse. I only rehearse my jokes on stage. Because the one thing I also is, like, I never want to be, like, robotic on stage to where I feel like I'm just, like, reading, like, a re, just, like, just saying words like I'm reading like a play script, you know? Mm. So I never want to, because I used to do that like where I'd memorize everything word for word and it feels so scripted. Do I sound robotic on stage? Um, I've only seen you actually perform like real legitimately like one time. At the Vulcan last week? Yeah, that was like the only time I've ever oh, really yeah. seen you. How was that, Holly? How'd you feel up there? It was really cool, but I was like so, so like nervous that I literally like... <laughs> Like completely left my body. Like I kind like I felt like I was floating the whole time. Like yeah, I wasn't really there. <laughs> and I feel like it kind of looked like that a little bit. But I was trying to be like as there as possible. Like I was trying to look at the crowd and like engage with them as much as possible. But the whole time I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm on this stage right now, and I'm like freaking out. Like my heart was beating so fast before I was about to go on stage because yeah. the guy going before me was killing, and I was mm. just like watching that, and I was just like. 
here comes the kill Tony spot. That's I, like <laughs> I used to get nervous at that, but now I'm like, oh, that means it's a good crowd. Like, let's ride the wave. Yeah, that yeah means they that's can laugh. true. You know, they're willing to laugh. So it's like, uh, I just think the only thing is like you could tell you were nervous because when you finished your set. You didn't even say like thank you. You didn't even say your name. You didn't even, the audience was literally clapping, and you're just like your next comic. And it was like word, like it was just the. It was very, like, Holly could not wait to get the yeah, fuck off. Yeah, it was of like stage. you. She's ready to get the fuck off this stage. That's I, like I ran out of material. I was like, if I try anything else, it might not land, and then I have to end on a bomb. So I was like, I'm yeah. just getting the fuck out of Did here. Did you get the light? No, I was way under, I think. I think I was, well, I had, I think I had 10 and I did seven. So I wasn't like way under, but mm. I did like a little under seven. So I would have got the light like 30 seconds from when I left. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like I did like five. Yeah. One time I did the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island and mm. I was so nervous for it because it was my first time being on, back on like a real stage. It was in like, I want to say it was like March when things started opening back up and I was supposed to do, I want to say I was supposed to do eight and I did four because I, I hallucinated a light. So somebody <laughs> like had like a camera or a phone or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's the light. And I literally like wrapped up my set at like, like 345 and just dipped off stage. <laughs> and they're like, Holly, what are you doing? You still have way more time. I'm like, what do you mean? And they just lighted me. And they're like, the light's going to be coming from that. And it wasn't even the same direction that the light would have been coming from. And oh, I was like, man. I think I'm just seeing shit. Yo, that's happened to me one time. Sometimes people fuck with that. Like when I did uh, the comedy competition at Laugh Boston they changed someone fucked up with the light and they lit me like right when it first started and at first i was like what the fuck so there's lights on and i'm like after i did like two minutes and the light was on i was like are they trying to get me off the fuck off the stage yeah so then i was like so then my time ended up being under because i was like all right it can't be that soon so i'll still do some shit but like i cut my short set way short because of that light some people fuck with you with the light yeah what if you just like fucked with other comics and shit just turn the light on just like give them lights and shit so they have bad sets i'm bad at watching the light because i'll peek at my phone and like check the time i'm like oh i'm supposed to do this much time i'm going to do like exactly that much time so if anyone ever like needs me to stretch and doesn't give me the light like i probably won't even notice really yeah you only do like the time that you i always wait for the light because sometimes if people don't give you the light that means they want you to go yeah i need to get looser with like my material in my set and be able to just like throw random jokes like in and out because i always have like this like the 10 minute set that i'm gonna do do you ever have like backup jokes like just in case uh i probably do but i have such a terrible memory it's like adrenaline would probably like push the jokes into my brain and i would be able to figure it out but uh yeah because like people have like told me stories when they first started out the person like didn't like them for like an extra like five minutes or something and they just had to like start making shit up on stage like i would just be like hey that's my time guys and just leave the stage empty (laughs) oh gosh that's no yeah i'm always like i just look for the light because the way i see it i'm like i'm gonna do as much time as possible so until you give me the light i'm just gonna keep going Mm. and then what i try to do is like save like a joke or two that once I see the light, then I'll do this joke or two. Yeah. So everything before that, if I run out of material that I'm yeah. doing before that, then I'm like, let's let's see what we can throw in here and just like have some fun with this. I, I used know. to run the light at the woohaha because I'd be like, I'm working the door, like I'm doing ten minutes on this stage. So like sometimes some nights if the show would run a little bit later. Uh, or it wouldn't start on time and then they would light me at like seven and i would look at my phone and I'd be like no nope, i'm doing 10 minutes of it and just keep going <laughs> did anyone ever call you out no just get the fuck off the stage no I'm like i'm doing fucking 10 minutes bro what's what's the worst like uh have you ever had an experience where you were like somebody wanted you to get the fuck off the stage like we're like lighting you and you just wouldn't get off 
Uh, well, I bombed so hard at 3G's um, comedy competition. <laughs> All right, this already doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, it was round two, though, so I got through the first one, but I literally, I was supposed to do 10 minutes, and I'm literally up there just doing my best stuff. Well, I always had solo energy, though, because I, I listened to it back. I was like, it sounds like I'm asleep, but like I was just like doing my set, and I look into the crowd, and the judges are literally like scrolling through social media. <laughs> oh one of God. them's yawning, and, and then I started calling them out for not liking my set. I'm just like, oh, look, we got a judge here scrolling through her phone, and I just started being like an who, asshole. Who are the judges? Name names. They're literally random people from in Worcester. Like, I think she just went and found like random people at like oh gas God. stations or like. Is this a Serenity Jones booths. joint? <laughs> yeah. Hell toll yeah. Booths. They're out over yeah. toll booth. <laughs> Why are you still hanging out in this toll booth? Can I pull that out? Hopefully I, not. I lost my job. Yeah. I just now live in this toll booth. There's <laughs> just toll trolls. So Randy would just pull homeless people up on. <laughs> Was there like an actual audience at the show? It was like the the regulars at the bars, like this one really drunk heckler that was like wasn't even watching the show, but he would just like yell out comments whenever he felt like he Ooh, should. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> my That's favorite. My, right, need that guy at every show. We get that at Vincent's all the time at the open mic. Vincent's, which one's Vincent's? Oh my gosh, um, you would know if you went there. It has all the animals. It has dead animals on the wall. I don't think I've been there yet. Yeah, no, you would know. It's a uh, I think they stopped it. Jeff Landry used to run it, but then uh, it was like the third month it was like the second monday of the month but then brian started doing nicks every monday and uh everyone was like we're gonna double up but then we would do nicks and be like yeah i don't really want to go to vincent's oh this is in worcester yeah but they did have a mean meatball sub very delicious (laughs) that's right they did that was the best that was the best thing about that place was this meatball sub the rest of the mics there were (laughs) could tell you how my set went but that meatball sandwich yeah like my set garbage the audience garbage but that meatball sandwich delicious every time that's that's the only reason why i went there i'm like yeah i'll get that meatball sub when i leave (laughs) the worst is when you bomb and somebody like comes up to you and like tries to be like Oh, they were a tough crowd, and you did your best. It's like I don't need this. Like I know <laughs> I can handle the bomb. Not you telling me, like giving me your pity afterthoughts, isn't yeah. really doing anything for me. <laughs> You're just making me feel worse because now I know I bombed. I like, hate when people are like, they try, they think it's a compliment. They're like, you were really good. I mean, everyone else sucked, but like you were the best. I'm like, you know, those are all my friends, right? Like, shut. The, like I'm gonna go. T- I would rather talk to them. Like. Even though they bombed, then talk to you like giving me compliments right now. I mean, I would accept it, and in my mind, I'll be like, "Hell yeah, I'm glad you noticed." <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'm also like, hate cool. that. I, I, I thought the same. Yeah, I thought they sucked too. <laughs> yeah, try dating a comic, and then they they pin you against each other, and they're like, "Oh, you're funnier than your boyfriend tonight," and I'm just like, "Well, that's gonna be a fun car ride home. Thank you." <laughs> you guys did competitions together? Oh yeah, we did. Uh, we did. We both did comics. Yeah, and we also just both did a lot of like similar shows similar mm. mics so. is he a massachusetts guy no he's new hampshire comic ah okay that's why i didn't know who this guy was w- was yeah. there ever like was, did it ever become contentious like after someone had like a good set or a bad set did anyone be like like you guys fight it out at home or something uh i mean mo- for most of the time we would just kind of like not acknowledge it that much that but like <laughs> I don't know. In the beginning, like, we didn't. And then towards the end, we started getting, like, super competitive. Mm-hmm. We were just fighting over spots and bookers. It was just, it was just like, oh, oh, you're getting booked here? Oh, can you get me a spot? And I was like, 
I guess, yeah, but like we would just fight over shit like that all the time. People like to book couples too, or they think they have to book the couple together. Oh yeah, and then they don't message you. They message you. They like, like people would message me through my boyfriend, so they would be like, "Tell you and your girlfriend to be here at this time." So then I would have to wait for him to send it. I'm like, yeah. "Why doesn't he has my number? Why doesn't he just send it to me?" Or like, put you guys in a group chat or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. I don't know if you know John Parada, the Rhode Island comic. Uh, like, I know of a, him. Yeah, I never met him though. He was like, uh, he was like, he got me a lot of stuff when I first started out, and like when when I first started out, me and my boyfriend were together, and he used to call us the comedy couple because he's like a thick Rhode Island accent. Or like yeah, you Italian. guys are the only one. It's like the comedy couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, great. the other ones turned out really well as well. No, they didn't. Comedy couples, I feel like, rarely ever ends up turning out well. We actually talked about booking a comedy couple on this podcast as a comedy couple, so I guess we can't really talk shit. Is it uh, the people you went to the Jason and uh, MK, yeah. Yep. Listen, I mean, I'm sure they're cool and all. It's fun while it lasts, but does it end end well most of the time? I feel like I know, like, two that have ended well. Uh, Even though they haven't ended. (laughs) <laughs> they're still, still going well, but now, well for now for right? now Sean and Moraine yeah. <laughs> they're about the only ones and then there's like what's the Tom Segura and Christina P or whatever yeah there's a bunch of them uh, Natasha and Moshe um, is that gonna work oh, out yeah, though yeah yeah it's not gonna last I and hope so uh, who's the know. one is it Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane Bonnie McFarlane yeah, they've been together a long time yeah, I feel like it's gotta work if there's an established hierarchy of who's funnier and they both know it the woman has to be funnier every time what about Tom Segura and Christina P? Tom, no, Christina's, it's gotta be equal, you know. I guess, or but Christina's like really take funny. Take turns, I feel. Is like. she funnier than Tom? Sometimes, yeah. Because I, I feel like Bonnie McFarlane's way funnier than Rich Voss. Like, I, for sure. Yeah, that's not even like it's. It's gotta be. I feel like there's got to be a hierarchy that's established, and both people know. It. I think she's still just coming up, and he's like <laughs> on the downswing. What an awkward, <laughs> what an awkward trend. But like, he, he already peaked. How yeah. else do you like meet people besides one comedy, which you're always at, so you always see them, or two apps, which I I hate apps. So like, those are really the only two ways. We're trying to get out here. in the wild now. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know how else you meet. Like, how do you meet people? Because because I, I don't do the apps either. And oh, and, they uh, suck. They're they're awful. You have to leave the comedy show. Like that's the the first part. You have to like get like after the mic or the show or whatever, like go somewhere else. Yeah, I don't. It's hard to associate with comics all the time because then it gets all clicky and comics get weird. And like, plus, a lot of comics are like, I mean, open micro comics in general. Like, there's once you get to like a certain level of comic, most people are cool, but some open micros are just weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. That's your thing. You're awkward and quirky or whatever, yeah. but keep your quirk off me bro <laughs> um and then find things you like to do and try to meet people through that i guess i don't know i've mostly met people like off of apps or like <laughs> most of my life was like through like friends at like parties and stuff like that yeah setups those never work either though i feel like when your friends like oh i got this person you're gonna yeah. like you're gonna love them no one has ever done that to me <laughs> oh, someone once. did that to me and uh the guy didn't bring his uh, credit card to dinner <laughs> oh, gee, oh my god he was like oh i left it at home so i had to pay for the whole thing and i was like so broke because i had an unpaid internship and i was like i yeah. really hope this goes through because if not we're fucked <laughs> like i was not planning on paying for this meal yeah we're washing dishes <laughs> bro <laughs> has uh, anyone ever had to do that that's like washing dishes because they didn't pay for a meal has that ever happened is that just like a movie trope i don't think they allow you to do that because like <laughs> What happens if you like go ball out for some meal and you can't pay? 
What do they? What? what are I feel like, like in the movies, it's always at like some shitty diner or something. Maybe out here in the middle of nowhere, Texas, they'll make you do that. <laughs> like we don't give a fuck, boy. You're gonna do them that goddamn dishes. Yeah. Like, I don't know, cause like, what other recourse does a restaurant have? Like they can put you on a wall of shame, but like, what can they? They really can't do? do anything about it. You could literally look at them in the eyes, drop one penny as the tip, and leave, and they can't do anything but watch you do it. They can't. But like, if you, no what if you didn't? What if you didn't pay for your meal? Yeah, I don't know what they do about that. <laughs> yeah, like, just, I, mean, I feel like you got to die in a dash. Like, if you stay and say, I can't pay for this, that's on you. What like, are they going to do, though? I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued to find out what they would I could act- not imagine myself doing that. Would they call the police? Would they take your picture? Like, what? I wonder what their actual courses of recourse it's, are. It's like when you steal from a store. They can't do anything. My friend used to work at TJ Maxx, and people would steal all the time. And the only thing they're allowed to do is go over and say, are you finding everything okay today? Just to say, like, we know you're stealing. But then they'll just look at them and say, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I found everything I need. <laughs> like, they just look at yeah. them. Cause I got it. <laughs> at Walmart, we had, uh, yeah. at Walmart, we had asset protection, but they weren't allowed to touch you. They could just, like try to stop you and try to get you to stay in the store and be like come into our office or whatever and then call the cops or call the cops and have them like try to catch you like outside the door but one time the security guy fought somebody in the parking lot because the guy like put hands on him i think what did he steal oh man this guy had a whole cart full of like dvds electronics oh he was trying to resell them probably yeah he was a heroin addict oh and he was with his heroin addict girlfriend the security guy was fighting with the dude and uh, they got into a scuffle and like the security guard like ripped the guy's shirt off. Like so the oh guy's like God. shirtless fighting this like big, huge, like six foot six Puerto Rican dude, the security guard. And then the girlfriend pulls up in a car, gets out and jumps on the security guy's <sighs> back. And the the dude was like, get his ball. So she tried to like, grab his ball. So then he had to like swing her around and try to detain her. And then the dude left his girlfriend and ran into the woods and ran away. Oh my God. <laughs> he got away and then... I've watched the whole thing from the parking lot well from the garden center like watching the parking lot as soon as he got into the woods it was just like a torrential downpour out of nowhere and uh, so they arrested his girlfriend and then the guy got caught a week later stealing from a Walmart like a few towns over oh wow how long did you work at Walmart for? six years oh that's too long yeah I have a doctorate (laughs) in Walmart (laughs) that's five that's five years and six months too long my friend got caught stealing, but she was stealing like embarrassing things for like her friend's birthday. And, yeah, like, she steal she like she would steal stuff all the time. And then like the one day she got caught was when she was stealing like I think she stole like a kids' bop CD. <laughs> so she's like sitting there, and they're like they had to like pull her aside or whatever with like management or cops. I don't know how I don't know what happened. I don't yeah. think she got arrested, but she's just like they're like empty your pockets, and she just like puts a kids' bop. Oh CD. my god, <laughs> dang! I, I don't know if it'd be more embarrassing like that you got caught stealing or those kids right (laughs) well i had to be a witness for the security guy one time because he can't be like alone with the thief in the office so i went in it was like some like 13 year old kid who was stealing a Lil wayne cd so if he's like underage too i don't know what he would do like community service man why can't the security guard be alone with him um just so the kid can't like claim that the security guy like roughed him up or something oh well isn't there cameras I think so, yeah, but I, don't, I have no idea. What are Walmart security guards doing to the people that keep so stealing? <laughs> Waterboarding them? You don't uh, want to know. I don't want to get rid of this accusation. Unzips. <laughs> <laughs> You'll do anything to get away with this? Oh, How long were you at uh, your last job before you moved here? Me? Two years. 
You just got a promotion. No, I, I was getting like demoted just <laughs> oh. constantly, just every I'm day. I told you, you said you got a promotion. No, I was joking because oh. I said I got, I went from uh, working for where I worked uh, at a neurology clinic to uh, waitressing. So oh, okay. I was joking. I was like, I got promoted. I thought you were saying like, I just got promoted and then I was like, all right, fuck you, bye. I'm going to go waitress in Texas. No, I had this coworker that just hated me so much because I was always, I would be like at mics and stuff and just mm. like not hitting deadlines and she's like, she was like obsessed with like having everything done on time and she was like obsessed with her job and wanted everything to be perfect and I was, did not give a shit. Yeah. And she would text me and be like, she'd send me emails at midnight. I was like, are you kidding me? And she was like, where is this? This was supposed to be like sent to you today. And I'm just like, literally like at a show. <laughs> I'm just like, oh no, I'll deal with that I'm like tomorrow. that at my job. My supervisor like has been at this job for like 10 years and like is so dedicated. Like his position didn't even exist when, uh, when he started working there. Like he worked so hard and like got his own position made for like how hard he's working. And then I clock in and clock out exactly eight hours, like to the minute and fucking leave and go to like Roma room and shit. And that's hilarious though that you just I just keep thinking of you at work just getting demoted and demoted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like I was some people working up here. Just I was working, working your way down. Every time they tried to put me on something <laughs> new, they would immediately take me off. Very like I was working in a clinic, so I had to do like eye scans. So these old people would come in, sit in chairs. I had to take pictures of their like eyes or whatever and like do hearing tests and I was so bad at it because it was supposed to take I think it was supposed to take 15 minutes to do everything and it would take me like literally a half an hour and they would be like banging on the door be like why are you still taking the pictures and I'm like I don't know they're not loading like I would just be like freaking out and like they won't fire you they just give you less and less responsibility they would just like pretend that they just found an alternative position for me but it was just right back to what I was already doing before they gave me that like they would be like oh we think you should try this other thing and I was like okay and I would like show up and it's the same thing I was doing before the thing they gave me that was new and Mm. I was like oh this is not different (laughs) signs you should be a comic you can't (laughs) I know the feeling I've never worked at a job for longer than this is the job I've had now it's the longest I've ever had a job and it's been like a little over two years I before this I'd well, I worked on ships, but that was different because you did like different contracts. But up until then, I'd never. It's like every year, I'm like, all right, that's enough of this. Let's let's get demoted, <laughs> start sleeping at work, working my way down until they fire me. I work really hard up front, like get to a place where they leave me alone, and then I just coast on like the bare minimum all the time. Yeah, that's. I what was I at Walmart six years. I was at the laser factory seven years. So this place saw my resume, and they're like, oh, he's like a long term guy, and like. The first like review they gave me where I wasn't doing that great, I was like, "Yeah, I'll just leave." They're like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, oh, "Like if if you can't give me like what I want here and it's not working out, I guess I'll just go." Like I'm a temp anyway. I also had an incident at a COVID testing facility. An so, incident? Yeah. So I uh, did you have a lab leak? Did you spread more COVID? <laughs> Are you the no, reason? No. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's me. I got demoted. That's why. <laughs> No, so um, my work used to make me, so I don't work in Boston. I worked in like, I worked from home throughout the whole pandemic, but I would go into Framingham once a week. Mm. No one knows where that is here. It doesn't matter. No, we have all Massachusetts fan base. So I would go into Framingham once a week, but I had to get COVID tested in Boston at the BU. So just gave away where I worked. (laughs) I had to get COVID tested in Boston. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. There's like (laughs) 75 minute clinics Mm -hmm. right outside my house that are like 10 minutes 
down the street and I got to drive an hour into Boston for a COVID test. Yeah. So one time I drove into the city for the COVID test, but I didn't, I didn't sign up for the appointment or whatever. And the lady's just like, you don't have an appointment with us. And I'm just like, Oh no, forgot. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, can I, can I sign up like right now? And she's like, no, we're about to close. You have to come back in a half an hour. So she wanted me to stand outside for a half an hour and wait to do the same exact thing that I would have just done right then and there. I'm like, please, can you just do this now? Like, yeah. it's going to take like 10 seconds. And she was like, no, nope, you have to come back. And I literally just lost my temper and just started punching the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I couldn't imagine I you flip it out. I lost the, the softest punches shit. on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Those cross-country I- punches. <laughs> I think I have a pretty decent punch for being a. Did you hurt your hands? Being a twenty-three-year-old white girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hurt my hand pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> then I got a call from my boss the next day, and he's like the most like timid, soft-spoken guy, and he's just like, "Hi, uh, so they reported that there was a little bit of a situation at the COVID facility yesterday." Did you punch the wall in front of the woman? I just like walk like I was like walking out, and I was just like. <laughs> and I almost took down a sign too. I was like, I was literally. It was like peak winter COVID, you know. And yeah, it, yeah. it was just like so many things were happening that yeah. that was like the last straw. And I just snapped. A whole call. I like over saw here. like I like things went blurry. I just lost my shit. And I was like. I was also with my new coworker, and I'm like, "Nice to meet you." <laughs> Sorry about what just happened back there. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna get along great. This is the first time you met after working from home. Uh, I think second time we met. <laughs> She's, She's like, punching. "Oh, Holly's pretty chill." <laughs> just like but my <laughs> my my COVID testing temper tantrum got everybody. Uh, we got reimbursed for the mileage. They started feeling bad for us because we had to go in like they're like, these people aren't doing well. We gotta we gotta comp them somehow. Yeah, so. they don't want you shooting the place up. All <laughs> oh, these got real shooting the place up vibes. It's Apparently, just got a short fuse, dude. Yeah, <laughs> just just on edge. Have you ever blown up like that since? Like, have you ever just punched walls at another place? I punched my door a lot. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like a 13 year old boy that just got grounded. <laughs> like Holly's gonna get bumped door. four times at the Lucky Duck and start breaking the umbrellas and shit. <laughs> I got bumped so many times at the Lucky Duck. <laughs> That's the Lucky Bump. That's what I call it now. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I was there and I just kept noticing new names showing up and I was like, oh wait, I thought this guy was here and he's like. Yeah, you know, but we're just going to go back around. I'm like, oh, are we? And then I just yeah. went and got a drink and missed my spot and came back and had to wait still. And yeah, <laughs> it was just a mess. I, I, uh, this past Wednesday, I was number one. I was like the bump proof spot, baby. I show up. They're like, oh, hey, this guy's going to go first because he's going to work in the morning. I was like, I got to work in the morning. <laughs> This guy's going to do a quick 35. He's got a headline tomorrow. Yeah, I was like, he started doing crowd work. I was like, all right, this is a complete waste of fucking time. What is going on here? That's how it goes out here. It's just bump central. Like The Lucky Duck, I will say, is the most egregious of the bumping spots. Mm-hmm. Like Everywhere bumps I asked for a bump list. was not happening. No, you have to have a show or be a host of an open mic. That's how you get bumps. Soon Looks come, It's like baby. I'm starting a show. <laughs> yeah, start a show. I and would do an open mic. That sounds fun. Or or run an open mic, and then you could just get bumped. That's how you get bumped and booked out here. That's like the only people they just book each other yeah. on each other's shows. We got booked tonight off pure talent, baby. Or you could be a token. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably how I got booked, but still, I'm taking it as t- pure talent, uh, baby. Yeah, you minorities out here. <laughs> yeah. I'm a straight white male, dude. That's, yeah, you got no chance. <laughs> I don't. You're uh, doing a show tonight, though, right? 
Yeah, of pure talent. That's oh, what it is. Speaking. Oh man, speaking of that, I'm a, it's about time for me to roll. Uh, we're fifty eight and a half minutes in. Oh, we're fifty eight and a half yeah. minutes in. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll close this one out. Holly, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this yeah. was fun. I'm glad glad I got to be on. Yeah, hanging out as with a you. as a fan of the podcast and your guest on the podcast. Yeah, I went from fan to guest. That's how it works out here. It is. <laughs> Molly Cronin, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> Doing big things in Austin, you know, from f- guests to fans and fans to guests. We're just switching it back and forth. Getting booked on Kill Tony, first weekend. Oh, yeah. All right, you've already peaked, Holly. It's, it's over. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. That's what someone told me. I think it was Paul. And they were just like, yeah, you're going to go through like a, a flat spot now that all this stuff has happened. And I was just like, don't tell me that. Like, I thought it was just going to keep going. If Paul was saying that, he's still in the flat spot. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't know what his peak was. Where was the peak? Yeah. He got a girlfriend like the first week here. Is that his peak? I don't know. Uh, well, he definitely plateaued since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plateau Paul. That's what we call them out here. Plateau, <laughs> Plateau Paul. Paul. Going nowhere. He's not plateauing. His career composition just changed. <laughs> my career friend composition. from high school's cousin. I just realized. Like my one of my good friends from high school. That's her cousin. And I like discovered that. Who's that? Paul's girlfriend? No. Paul's cousin. Oh. Paul's cousin. Ah. That's right. What a, man, New England's a small place. It is. I'm glad we're the fuck out of it. Yeah. Here. We're in the wild world of Texas, baby. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to move from New England, please be as cool as Holly. Yes. And if you're going to do that, check out the Patreon. Lonely Man's backslash Patreon. Wow, look at you, Ben, promoting. I, I got you, all bro. about it. Patreon.com slash Lonely Man's. Yeah, that's, that's the one I meant. All right, we out. Peace. Peace.